Hello, welcome along to a brand new episode of Baffled. Nine facts coming your way. We're going to decide once and for all whether they are worthy of claiming their place on the internet as an actual fact or whether they should be chucked into the book of nonsense. Thank you for listening. My name's Dan. I've got three facts for you today. Something about pizzas, something about pilots and poisoning, and also whether an animal can ever own a selfie. That's on my end. Connor is also here. What you got for us, Con? So we're going in with one of my favourite artists, a fun one about David Bowie. Uh, we're also talking about the chain of McDonald's. This one will shock you. And, um, yeah, something about Disney that I think Mark may not know. <laughs> Anyone who's listened to the podcast for a while now knows that that is a lie. Uh, Mark, what have you got for us? I mean, I'm looking forward to that one. Probably know it. Uh, something about how the Romans and space shuttles are linked... Also, the biggest killer in the world. And finally, tiny details that make big differences. It's all on the way. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm up for a fast pace show today, so let's just get into it. I feel we've got a little bit of admin. You just, you, you just want to get home, don't you? You're in the studio for once, and you just want to get home. That's what you're saying. I just feel we. I just feel sometimes we we roadblock it with like me comparing Connor to Sinead O'Connor or something like that. And I mean, you, you. I always think it's nice to chat, you know. And I think today because you're in a rush, I might have a little chat. Mark, how you keep him? Yeah, I'm doing all right, thank you, mate. How are you? How's things? You know what, mate? I'm cracking. I've had a really good day today. Good breakfast. A couple oh, of t- coffees. Tell me about your breakfast. What do you have for breakfast? Tell me all well, the details. I've been on the overnight oat thing um, right now. Okay, uh, Dan, I regret this already. Why do, be, so why, show, why do people we? say, this is not me starting a, a bad comedy routine. Um, why do people say the like thing on the end of stuff? Like You could have said, I've been on the overnight oats, and I would have understood what you mean. Like you saying the overnight oat thing doesn't make... Kind of you, you see more with the common thing, man, it? or it's something. It's not just Connor; it's a uh, thing. Uh, but yeah, I, I hope you enjoyed that little insight into Connor's breakfast routine. We've got nine facts for you. We've got a little a bit of admin to clear up as well. Uh, so stick around for that. First, Connor, he of the overnight thing. Uh, give us your first fact. So we'll go in with the David Bowie one for you. Did you know that he launched an internet provider? In the late 1990s, this comes as a shock to me. I had absolutely no idea about this. Being a big fan of Bowie as well, I was like, oh, where was I? Where was I? Well, I was about five years old, but anyway. Uh, he launched something called Bowie Net in 1998, so I was three years old. So the service remained available until the early 2000s, uh, and it was a monthly fee of $19.95 a month uh, for Bowie Net. 
the users would receive an email address. So it would be your, this is the best bit, it would be your name, so Connor Knight, at davidbowie.com. <laughs> Come nice. on. Nice. Um, five megabytes of online storage included in the price. Five meg, which isn't much really. Uh, meant for a personal web page. Uh, exclusive audio and video of Bowie. I like that. Bit worried as to what it could be, but anyway, excited. Uh, access to chat rooms as well, where Bowie would supposedly pop up on occasion and even multiplayer games. I mean, Bowie popping up on occasion. Of course, you know of course that it's Shelley. You know it's Shelley who's being paid. Shelley's being paid minimum wage, isn't she? And she's popping. Oh, absolutely. Like, hey, there is a lot of David hey, Bowie, Bowie impersonators who are paid to be on that page. They've filmed him, haven't they? They've filmed him on webcam typing and then his face just pops up and it's like, oh, mate, you know, like, say we've all got it. They chat, friends at lunch. They're like, oh, mate, Bowie come into my, uh, my room the other day. He was wearing like a white shirt, red bow tie. So the mate's like, that's funny. Come into my room last week. He's wearing the same thing. Famously, Bowie's only got one pair of clothes. That's, um, that's <laughs> what they always said about David Bowie. Great musician, bad, bad wardrobes. B- before we move Indeed. on, because this, this, is, this is a good fact, and I know that he was very, like, very big at the start of the internet, very curious about the whole thing. You have nails on a chalkboarded me, Connor. I barely listened to a word of that. Um, it's one of the things, like, it's Bowie, not Bowie, and it just gets to me. It just, it just absolutely uh, gets to me. It's, it's Bowie. He pronounced it Bowie. His son, uh, Zoe Bowie, pronounces it Bowie. Duncan, it's just like, it just gets to me. I agree. I agree. But again, it's, you know, it's one of those things, isn't it, where so many people have said it wrong as well that it becomes like that two-way name. I agree. It's the wrong, it's the wrong way. It is Bowie. But so many people say Bowie that it becomes like, well, either one. I, I kind of keep forgetting which one it is. I know one is right and one is wrong. It's Bowie. I just keep forgetting yeah. because you're right. So many people say Bowie rather than Bowie. But also, Connor, you have to remember we're a fact podcast. Like we are here to tell people what is right and what is wrong. It's Bowie. It's not yeah, Bowie. But right. But but also this I, is Connor. Connor who famously can't pronounce any names which he brings to the podcast. I was I was messaging Mark the other day as well and I spelled uh, Fortune F O U R space T U N E and it was autocorrect on the phone, but yeah, it didn't but go equally, down too it's well. Very Connor. I I just want to say that let's skim over the pronunciation of the name and let's just dig into the fact that this is a cracking fact. So so I the Bowie thing cut me so deep that I, I, I tuned out because I knew you were going to say quite a lot of Bowie and I didn't want to just hurt myself. Um, so he, he was big on the internet, right? This is it. He, he had, a, web, he had a, a domain service early on, an internet provider early doors. Yeah, so it was just called BowieNet. 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 Sounds like BowieNet. Uh, launched that in 1998. And yeah, for that, you get you get access for a monthly subscription of $19.99, cents. It's a lot of money back then. To all of those. It's quite a lot of money, but you get you get you get Bowie potentially popping up in a chat room. Ooh, imagine that! Always an innovator. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I don't know what more I can do with it. I, I I like that. I like I because I we grew up at the point where the internet was kind of developing. We developed with it, so I wasn't really aware of just how madcap half of the dot com boom stuff was at the time. I would like to, and then you know when you when you watch now an early noughties movie and and the way adults treat the internet there as if it's, you know, a spaceship that's just been plonked in their living room, stuff like that. Like they don't, they don't understand it. And it just seems like ridiculous to us now. I'd love to be, I'd love to like go back in time and just see how nuts it was and be aware of that. Like all of these ridiculous things that would have come up. 
like David Bowie having his, having his own internet provider. I'd, l- I'd love to be there when everyone was having these madcap ideas of just and just see them be we- weaned out into what we had today. Well, th- this is on this is on the fact, but not part of the fact. I was actually in New York at the time of uh, Bowie's death. Um, when he died, and we went to his apartment. I'm sorry and, for your and loss. That was yeah. I mean that that there shows with the amount of people that were there. There was thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Police everywhere. So basing it on his death, I can imagine that his internet provider was a bit of a hit. That's what they were all there for. Connor, though, is is David Bowie dead or is he living on an island somewhere with Michael Jackson? Oh, please don't. Let's not get into we this. Can, we can open up conspiracies. <laughs> um, no, he's dead. Um, yes. Uh, two great legends. If you missed that, by the way, listen to the uh, the last episode of the show that Connor explains where he explained absolutely nothing. Thank you for that. Mark, give us your first fact of the show, please. Roman chariots were the blueprint for space shuttles. Okay, might sound a little bit far-fetched, but hear me out here. We've got to do a bit of a trip through history. Your favourite thing to do, Connor. So, the first major roads in Europe had deep ruts grooved into them, which was the width of Roman war chariots, because that was the width of two horses stood side by side pulling a cart. Now, those grooves turned into the first railroads, Railroads were then standardised as a size from Britain, which then went across to America. In America, when they built the space shuttle, they built it in Utah that then took off in Florida. So they had to take it by train. So it had to be the exact width of the train tracks to get from Utah to Florida. Therefore, the size of the space shuttle is all due to the size of a Roman chariot being exactly two horses wide. Connor, get the swear jar up for a second, please. Um, that's in it. That is absolute. That's so bad. Like honestly, like any you could bring up any fact and say, oh, and it all comes down to the Romans. Of course it did. They invented half the bloody world. They were around two thousand years ago. I imagine quite a lot of the things that we do now. I'm not having because railroads were based on the Roman roads. That that's how the spaceships. No, it is. That is honestly, honestly, direct, direct link. No, that is categorically the fact that I've ever heard on Baffled. Right, that's like turning around and going, "Oh, there's a link." Did you did you know that that eggs and bread? You know, of course they like egg, like. What is that fact? It's not even that. I mean, it's just so. It's it is so bad. Uh, so you'll find a bit more about this out in the admin section. But we're <coughs> but we're actually going to do the. Um, the baffled end of term awards, the the yearly baffled, uh, the yearly you know baffled ceremony, and like we've not quite figured things out yet, but that could be on there for the list of the the worst fact I of mean, all I've, time. I, I kind of want a nomination for that alongside longest road. That'd be great. Jeez. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the longest road fact was the one where you didn't even finish it. You got so bored with it yourself. <laughs> Do you know what makes me laugh about the about this fact? Right, I've known Mark. A, a while now, you know, a good good amount of years to know Mark as a character, and I I I I sit and I think to myself, I wonder if Mark thought this was a cracking fact. I wonder if you know when he was on the if he was on the toilet, Dan, and he's scrolling through looking at some facts, and he he finds it, he finds it, and he thinks, oh, cracker, cracker, we'll get that one in there, and then he, he comes in here, he says it, and everyone's like, so so just like 
Mark today is wearing a snapback, and before we clicked record, we were discussing how oh, Connor looks quite. Uh, Mark looks quite cool. He looks like, you know, someone who, who would be at college, who would maybe be running around with all the frat boys. Like he looks pretty sick. And then, <laughs> you know, hats can mask a person. And then he turns up. Did you know that actually the railroad it led towards the uh, the Romans, which led towards the Apollo Eleven? Oh my word! Right. Hey, I'm sticking with it. I think a lot of our listeners are going to love that fact. Like we're going to figure out how you can vote for the um, the Baffled Awards. Please do keep that in mind, all right? Right, time for my first fact of the show. Did you know that pilots and co-pilots cannot eat the same food as each other? Why would that be? Makes sense. What's coming to your What's, what's coming to your mind, Connor? Um, I, I just uh, bad if something's wrong with the food. Maybe I don't. I don't know if it's not cooked right or Easy. one of them has a reaction that, to it. That's exactly what it is. Uh, just in case there's food poisoning, so someone is there to fly the plane because there are instances of, you know, mass food poisoning on planes in, in 1984, what, almost 40 years ago now? Right, 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 right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mark, you officially haven't shared the most shocking fact of this episode. I don't know what's happening right this now. It's a good fact. This is... No, Dan. No, this is, no, this is interesting. This is not... Mark? I mean, I mean, it's just obvious. Yeah, it? it is, but... Two people, that work, to... but two people I... that work together can't eat the same thing in case one gets... You know, no, they're but, flying a plane. But, of course, they both yes, can't yes, eat it. Yes, but had you ever thought of that before this fact? Had it ever entered into your mind? Of course it did. It may be for you. You wear snapbacks and bang on about railroads. But for me and Con, like, we haven't... That has never... And I reckon, like, people listening... Like, they'll think, oh, of course, but they've never known it. And the first time you hear that fact, it's like, oh, okay, that's a pretty good one. Uh, and also, but the, what is interesting is that uh, the pilot gets the first class meal, co-pilot gets some lowly economy grub. Wow, that's why they're, that's why they're just a co-pilot, isn't it? Uh, um, um, I th- This is not good. I thought that was interesting. Says no, Connor, the uh, purveyor I, that, of honestly some of the worst facts of this show. Oh, uh, the defence. It's amazing uh, how when it- the tables turn, he gets very angry, yeah. doesn't he? Well, because yeah, Mark, just to let everybody, just to let everybody know that he's listening to this right now, right? Danny's officially like any award ever, the most defensive man that yeah, on the planet. Yeah, but I'll take it because that's interesting. Well. It's like the that, thing is, Dan, no, it's just like. It's like saying, you know, two lawyers that are in court together fighting the same case. You best not have the same bit of chicken in case one gets ill. Like, it's just obvious, isn't it? Yeah, but it? It, no, know? but it's... Like, if they're important people... It's not your best not. It's the fact that this is written into their contract. Oh, well, yeah, you need because to run with it's that not then. like a no, lawyer. But... If you're going to be in hospital for two weeks, fine, draft someone else in. You can't just draft someone else in mid-flight, can you? It's just... Right, that there... Also, no, no, no. That's the headline. That's no, the headline. it's not the headline. That's also, the headline. No, no, no. Also, you are lying, by the way, Mark, if, you've, if that's ever entered in your, your brain before. There is no way that, there is no way you have ever given that a, a second of thought before today. Yeah. No, there is no That's way. That's like one of the bits of storyline in the movie Airplane, by the way. Mark, so, Mark, you know, Mark. There it is for starters. Mark, just so everyone can see what I'm doing, you can explain as I do it. You ready? Connor is currently... Casting he's, a rod. He's, he's fishing. He's, casting, he's fishing is what he is, Mark. He's, fi- he's fishing. He's fishing. Um, he's really. Well, I tell you what, I think. Reeling him in. I think that was a very interesting fact. Really, and really also, really. Connor has made the rod that he just chucked into the sea for his own back, because I've not heard his fact yet. And I came into this podcast recording in such a good mood, but I can tell you now, Connor, I'm going to think your fact is absolute horse. <laughs> Fire away. Fact number two from Connor. This is the positivity everyone needs on a Tuesday, isn't it? Happy uh, baffled day, guys. The world's smallest McDonald's was designed for bees. Instantly. It's a good headline. Instantly interesting. So why Tell me more. Why do bees need a McDonald's? Right, so there are no Big Macs served there and there are no McNuggets, okay? 
It was just made for the bees. The McDonald's franchise decided to make a McHive, they called it. Um, and it was a mini eating establishment built in Sweden as part of the company's efforts to help restore the bee population. It's called the McHive. Um, uh, and it, it houses thousands of bees and it's also shaped like a smaller version of the fast food joint with tiny golden arches. Again, I bring it every week. Go on to Google Images, typing McHive and take a little look at the McHive and honestly, it will be officially one of the best things you've ever seen. Three things with this. One, I enjoy the fact that they've made it as a McDonald's restaurant. Um, two, was last week when we did the McSki, that was around Sweden, wasn't it? Or was it Norway? It was up that neck of the woods. I, I think it was Sweden, yeah, or Switzerland. It was around that sort of way, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It even has little mini yeah. drive-through windows on the beehive. Oh, like, come on! I am uncomfortable. Oh, that's even better than I thought it was, B. I am uncomfortable is... with McDonald's doing this. Why are you uncomfortable with McDonald's? Because McDonald's. Doing this? Because McDonald's. I'm not. I'm not a fan of some of the things that they do, and the idea that it's just like some abhorrent PR that they're like, oh, let's do this cool thing to save the bees. They don't give any about right. the bees, mate. I see what you. I see what you're saying. Is in. Of course, where you're vegan, you're seeing it from uh, the way they treat well, maybe vegetarian, but yeah. Food. But to be fair, vegetarian, right? I, I, okay, I, I, I guess a fair it's point. Not, it's not, a fair it's point, not just but... animals. Um, and look, let's be fair. I love McFlurry with the best of them. I love an apple pie. So I'm massively hypocritical here, but I'm not a huge fan of McDonald's. Uh, but that is one of the cutest things I've ever seen. Yeah, how great is that? The McHive. Look at that. It even has what I love about it is they've gone full. They've gone full whack. They've got the drive-through windows. They've got the little doors on the outside. Brilliant. What we should say, for those who are trying to picture this, it's essentially a model McDonald's, which you take the top off of, and then that's your beehive inside, and you can take in and out the little square slat things that bees make the honey in. So it's not like there's a door that they have to go through and there's mini bee securities there on weekends because it gets a little bit mental. What is he doing? What is he like, doing? Just to, what are you doing? Just to sell the picture to those at home. All right, stick your away. Stop all over this fact. <laughs> we know. Obviously, no one thinks you know, he's proper grumpy. No, today, no isn't one he? thinks a bee's. No one thinks a bee's going to fly in what? and get themselves a, like a Big Mac and, and a caramel McFlurry. But people know that it's the thing. It's just so. You think what's happening? You think here? I'm grumpy? What's happening? Connor, here? no. You think I'm grumpy? You just brought a lovely fact to the table. And Mark's not actually, just in case you don't know, it's not a real McDonald's, it's a hive. Yeah, I mean, I, I've admitted that I love this fact, but I'm just like, we're, we are talking with the pictures in front of us. We need we need to paint a picture of the mind for our listeners. I, wait, okay, can I just say, but, 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 when you think about this as a podcast, we, we rely merrily on our, um, our, our feelings and moods, don't we? Because realistically, we do jackal, and then we just say these stupid... Facts on the wet on the internet, and then we talk about them. If someone's in a bad mood, or someone's I don't know, had an argument with the missus prior to this, it all comes out in the episode. Dan, Dan, oh, what's happened to Dan? Oh, Have you stubbed your toe? Have you stubbed your it's toe? Two things. I'm actually in a very good mood. I was just annoyed at the reaction to what was a good as a five out of ten fact. I would say with the pilot one. Then I really enjoyed your fact, and then I'm just annoyed that Mark's rained all over the parade. And, uh, Mate, and I'm also the start was so bad. You've got to make sure that only one pilot hears it in case they just die from just pure boredom. Would have been better if you didn't stumble halfway through. But anyway, um, it's fine. That'll get cl- that'll get cleaned up in the edit. Um, it'll, be, it'll be seamless. I think it's the I think I think the I think the Bowie thing is is, is cut me down. Um, yeah, 
I don't know. I mean, Mark is coming with the heat today, mate. He's coming with the heat. I'll tell you what, he wears a snapback and he's on It's game day. It. It's game he's, day. It's, it's game, game day, mate. Sass levels go he, up. He KO'd me earlier with the previous episode. He's done Dan him right there. I mean, who's left? Right, t- who's left? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Mark. Give it a shot. KO the editor. You got, got one sentence. Why don't you wipe them out as well? You're on a roll, mate. I love it. Um, this is all getting a bit too in, isn't it? You're listening. You think this is all getting a bit too in? Yeah, let's swiftly move on. Mark, which is the second fact of the show? Work is a bigger killer than drink, drugs or war. So everyone, if you were listening to this at work, be careful. Watch out out there. Around 2 million people die each year from work-related accidents and diseases, as opposed to just 650,000 who are killed in wars every year. So it's three times more dangerous to be at work than it is to be hold at on, work. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm waiting for Mark to finish it with, and, you know, if you'd like to help all those at work, then please, don- <laughs> please donate £3 a month to 01768. <laughs> Just add a bit of Coldplay in the background. Hey, we're all good. hey, you know what? If you were a bit uh, saddened by Baffled this week with the ingoing, with the in squabbling, here's something to cheer you up. You're going to die today. You're going to go to work. You're, you're going to die. die um, it's fine. Oh, if you were in agriculture, mining or construction, then, yeah, quite possibly. The hang on, here's a question. Here's a quick world. question. Is... um. Uh, what what's the mortality rate in in podcast making? Uh, I think in this podcast today, I think it's one in three die. Right, right, right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I've got. I've, I, I really need to share something here because this, this this has got me. Right. So something that I like to share with, with with people here when we prep for the podcast. I don't know whether you two are the same, but I see it. I think of the three facts. I kind of think where could that fact go? What what could be the line? What could be the thing? Right. And, and Mark has said this millions of times. Mark, quick one for you here, bud. When you thought this, <laughs> this fact here, where where were we going on the comedy I fact I wonder what amazing avenues of humour this is going to take us down. I wonder what gold nuggets of, of chatter this is going to bring to the table. You know what? You, you, might, you, might, you. Dead, you might die today. I thought today. fact one about Roman chariots was going to be the comedy gold, so this was just going to be a quick one in the middle. So, you know. Right, well, there we go. If you'd like to donate, though, what is the number, Mark? Three pounds a month. <laughs> you can help. Yeah, just, 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 just send it to me. A yeah, send, send it over to the Instagram. Oh. It's at BafflePod. But we'll make sure the money gets to the right place. Do you want to know what the most dangerous job in the world is? I'd love to. Yeah, it's uh, if you're an Alaskan crab fisherman working in the Bering Sea. Great. Highest mortality rates in any jobs. So if you're a that was more interesting than in your first Alaska. thing. Why? Why? That's the headline. Why is it so dangerous there? I was getting there before you all jumped. Oh, on it. What? so crab fishing? So crab fishing is the most dangerous job possible. Boom! I've just made that. Why is it so dangerous? Yeah, but that's not strictly true. It's just Alaskan. Yeah, but that's fine. That's fine. It's the most dangerous. That's fine. We, we, you can be playful with the truth. Why is it so dangerous? That's just where they have the highest mortality rates because that area of the sea is very rough and it's very there's a lot of fishing accidents and boating accidents. If you would like to adopt an Alaskan crab fisherman for a, a low two pounds a month, then please do. Makes you wonder. Or text. Makes you wonder why they, they still do it. You know, when when the third person, the second person comes back that's been killed fishing for crabs, you wonder you wonder why they carry on. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say- yeah, I'd, I'd maybe there's just a lot day. of people like you there, Dan. A lot of like people going, "That's oh, fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine." Look, you couldn't do it, but that was you. That was your fault. Nothing to do with the terrain. Nothing to do with the dangerousness of it. You just weren't good enough, <laughs> so I'll do it. Right. Just a lot of big simos. Uh, well, it's time for my second fact of the show. 
Did you know Domino's Pizza had a car designed specifically for their delivery drivers? An actual car made. It was made by Myers Motor. Uh, well, it was made by Myers, rather. It was formerly called the, the Corbin Sparrow. Three wheels, single passenger, a battery elected, uh, a, a battery electric vehicle, rather. Um, look this up, right? Look up. I know we're doing a lot of this. Uh, instead of painting the pictures with our words. It's honestly the cutest car you'll ever see. We saw the cute, Mac- cute McIve earlier on. But look up the um, just the Domino's Pizza Myers motor car. Honestly, it looks like something from a Pixar movie crossed with the Mobile. <laughs> I'll tell you what, right? That is absolutely brilliant. Being being a car lover as well, that is classic, especially with the Domino's um, design. But I'll tell you one thing. If you had a big Just Eat order, you'd be absolutely whacked, wouldn't you? I mean, what are you fitting in the back of there? Three, four pizzas, maybe? Not even that. I mean, what's what's wrong with the old motorbike and moped? Like, that has done well for years because it, also it gets in and out of traffic, doesn't it? That's where motorbikes are good, get in and out of traffic. This car, stuck at the traffic lights. If there's a big crash down on the B6529, the best of all roads, no idea where it is, then it's not getting anywhere, is it? Stick with a motorbike, that's what I say. It's called the Pizza Butt. So the Domino's, Domino's Pizza had a car made for them called the Pizza Butt. I, what I love most is that they've got like this much power. It's a bit like, you know what? I want a car made for me, go do it. And it was made for quite a while. It was in production from um, 1999 to uh, the early 2010s. So, I mean, you know, it's 13, 14 years. The B6529 mark is uh, actually in a place called Corbridge. Oh, I know Corbridge, yeah. Yeah, it's in a place called Corbridge. Um, it runs what seems to be just under the A69. Oh, there you go. That's actually near where my parents live. Who'd have thought? I just put random numbers together. <laughs> wow, look at that. Clever. Nice one. Love the go. car. Would love to drive the car down the uh, B6529 as well. What a motor. I bet it's got a lovely engine. Nice purr. That's probably some Darren Brown that's gone on there for you, Mark, because you spent a lot of time up there and roads tend to have very similar numbers when they're nearby to each other. So that's probably what... Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
So before we crack on with our final three facts of the show, we mentioned earlier, we are we are doing the Baffled Awards. On the anniversary of a year since this famous podcast first hit your feeds. Uh, Who thought we'd get that? We song? are going to, I mean, something this episode, not me. Uh, um, how long's the world's longest road, by the way, Mark? So we're gonna, we, we want you to help us out. We want you to decide uh, a few categories that will stick over on our Instagram page. We're just ironing those out at the moment. It'll be stuff like best fact, worst fact, um, most nonsense fact, most fact that's annoyed me, the most ridiculous uh, bucket hat that Connor's worn this year, uh, this, the first time that the top time that Mark's looked silliest in a snapback, you know, that kind of stuff. Give us a follow. It's at BaffledPod on Instagram. Keep your eye on our stories. Soon we will ask you to vote uh, for the winners who you want to win in the categories that we stick on over there ahead of the first annual Baffled Awards. We need a nice Oscar name for those kind of things, but we'll come to those later. We're known for overreaching on this show, so just keep your eye on the Instagram. It's at BaffledPod. You can also get in touch with us, info at BaffledPod.com as well. Anyone hit us up in the inbox? Uh, Yeah, we've got a message from TY, uh, which I'm kind of a little hesitant to read now, but I'm going to go ahead with it. It was purely entitled, Your Oprah Fact is Wrong. Uh, so, uh, Dan, you had an Oprah fact last time around. Right? Uh, so, Do you remember what the Oprah so fact was? So my Oprah was? fact was that her real name is Orpah, not Oprah. So, uh, this is the message from T.Y. You rag on Connor for not properly Googling, but you did the same, Daniel. When Oprah was born, her aunt Ida named her Orpah after a character in the Bible's Book of Ruth. In 2008, Winfrey explained her family, unfamiliar with the name, pronounced and spelled it Oprah from her infancy although it does remain Orpah on her birth certificate. So at no point was she actually called Orpah by her family. She's always been known as Oprah. So let me just let me just back up from my side here. If I in the... In a, in a, this is a fair point. No, this here is a fair point. Here no, 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 we no, go. You've got to give both sides no, a rebuttal. Just put it to bed. Put it to bed. He's, he's put you in your no, place. No, because... Love you, too. Listen. If you struggle to hear Dan at one point, it's because he's backtracked so far from the I've not. Because... <laughs> so, what, so, what, so you just asked me what the fact I said was that Oprah's real name is Orpah. And then what did you finish that email with? The real name on her birth certificate is Orpah. So I don't really understand... How I'm in the wrong here? I said, you're, I said, Oprah's real name is Orpah, and someone said, actually, her real name is Orpah. Look, if I, I, what I might have done last week in the episode, which I apologise, but we all do this. Maybe I, I dressed the wound a little bit. Maybe I added some, some sparkle and some seasoning to the dish, and I, maybe I made stuff up about that she was called Orpah until like she went on TV. I don't know, but effectively, but that's exactly what you said. Effectively, yeah. well, and I'm sorry for that. Effectively, I said her name is Orpah, and someone demoed in and said, "Actually, no, you're wrong." By the way, her name is Orpah, so I don't really understand. But thank you very much for the email, Ty. Nice for you to get in touch. Did she say he, he can never be wrong? Well, I just, I just, I just wrong. I'm not wrong here. I just, I'm just not wrong here. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Seriously. I just don't understand. But Honestly. Mark, that, no, it was kind of that would be like someone saying, um, "The other day, you mentioned about the Mc- what? the what? other day you what? mentioned what? something about the McHive, and actually, the smallest bee uh, uh, McDonald's in the world." Is the McHive in Norway? That's effectively what's happened here. Uh, have they said anything else apart from bizarrely ragging on me? What? Uh, uh, I yeah, love they it. also I love said. It. Hold on, hold on, Mark. Don't you just love it when uh, Dan gets defensive? He goes from, "Hey, it's Dan Simpson." Like, what? 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 What did you? Well, I once said it's right up here. He's like, mate, I need to turn my AirPods down. Just, I just seriously, I just don't understand. I just, I just, I don't understand what that criticism is about. Like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, it's hurting it, mate. Get a plaster, Mark. Go on. Uh, TY also goes on in the message and says, as a US listener, I am mind blown by matching voices to faces on TikTok. At Baffled Pod on TikTok. Uh, Dan looks exactly like what I imagined. Mark looks like what I imagined Connor to look like. And Connor has the most generic white man look, but most unique voice. Love the show, but I'm sticking to audio only. Um, I d- do, you have a, do you have a unique voice, Connor? I don't know. Maybe it's because maybe if they're American, I think yeah. they're, they're watch, strong. Watch Towie, T.Y., and you'll know. Watch Towie and you'll realise. Well, there you it's go. Not like, it's not that uh, different. Mark, you're going to look a bit of a if you actually pronounce that tie, aren't you? Uh, it's T.Y. In the email. Oh, fair play. Well it's done, T Y. Unlike you, um, well, I did well, my research when it came. Safe to, I, I think it's very safe to say that based on this little admin section of the baffled uh, episode this week, we can understand why Dan might not be the crowd favourite. Do you know what I mean, Mark? Like it's kind of a little bit understandable, isn't it? We get these lovely people that get in touch, trying, you know, and then 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 there's Dan, just like, whoa, you, you, Dan, you've kind of been proved a little bit wrong there, mate, because you did actually lie on your facts, and you've just said that. You have a go at me every week about my research. You was making stuff up to make it sound better. I mean, whew, low blow, low blow. You have to dress it up. And I... No, you don't dress it up with lies. This is a factual also, podcast, as I you genuinely, said. I don't understand what the what the point is. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I said something, and they've been like, actually, no, it is the thing that you said. Anyway. No, because no, what you the... said, what you said yeah. was that she changed it when back? she went on TV. Have you listened back? But she have didn't. You back? Yes. Mm, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure you have. I'm not sure he has. No, uh, he... Mate, this is the guy is who he... does the Google Drive. You think he's done his research? Unlike yeah. you on the Oprah fact, he's done his research. And I'll tell you, you what. You said that she changed it for TV. I tell you what as well, he comes at me, young Daniel, at the beginning of the episode. Oh, we're a fact podcast, so therefore I think we should we should adjust the pronunciation of the name of the person that I've said. Then there's Dan. Oh, I just I put some stuff in, some vajazz, just, just to, made it you know, sound more dress exciting. up facts, Lies, make it sound Daniel. better. Oh, Bowie over Bowie, isn't it? Um, oh, mate, that I mean, it's honestly baffling. Like I, I don't, I don't understand that. Like it's, it's me off to such an, I tell you an what, outrageous I extent i just don't i just don't understand what this what this whoever's what they're going on about can i have uh, mark is it all right if i just as well this is off the record just have that email laminated sent to me in, a, in like a frame that will happily go on the wall of dan just being proved wrong love it brilliant it's time for our final fact of the show thank you very much for that ty uh, Connor, give it away. And, and just so everyone knows, we are about twenty minutes. <laughs> le- like you missed twenty minutes of Dan erupting. Uh, we haven't left that in the podcast. Twenty minutes. Uh, no, please. All feedback absolutely welcome. <laughs> he says through. He says through gritted teeth. Right, we've had death. We've had utter annoyance on this show, Connor. Save it with a nice, light-hearted, joyful fact. Right, this is the Disney fact, Mark. I think maybe you you will not have no, you will not know this. Uh, did you know that after the Disney movie Princess and the Frog came out? Yep, great film. More than fifty children were hospitalised with salmonella from kissing. Oh, frogs. interesting. Very good. That's a guy. I did not know that. There that we go. I knew fact. you wouldn't. I thought to myself when I found this, do you know what it was? I was looking for a Disney fact. I typed in Disney facts and I was scouring the internet for ages. And then I saw this one. I thought, no, this has got to be it. Mark will not know this one. Okay. Can you believe that? Salmonella from Kissing Frogs. 
I mean, this, this, like, you know, when you always see those things on TV of like, don't try this. This is a professional driver on a closed circuit or this is a professional stuntman. Like, and you always go, why do you need to put that? This is why. This is why you need silly disguises. I think you're I think you're being a bit too harsh. This is something that, you know, like kids who are Disney movies are intended for kids. Um, Sorry, Mark. Yeah. And I think this, of course, is something you'd do if you saw the magic. And I would, I mean, I'm not going to, but who, when you kiss a frog, think you're going to get salmonella? When you're a kid, you're invincible. And also, obviously, it's bad news, but it's only 50 kids. Like, I reckon probably loads more kids kissed frogs that were fine. Like, this is, I think it's been a bit blown out of proportion, I think. And they they were fine. Did they make a recovery? Sure. Uh, I think, I, I I think it's a very interesting fact but you know we don't we don't need to rag on those poor little children anymore. Yeah, I mean it's only fifty, isn't it? Aye, yeah, they're okay. They're probably fine. Yeah, I probably, yeah, probably fine. Face when Dan said it's only fifty. Kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, Do you know what I mean? It's not like it's like bad. You know, fifty kids. What's that? I mean, we talk about the future of tomorrow. Fifty kids ain't going to make a difference, is it? But they'll be fine. They'll go to the hospital. You get better normally when you're at hospital. That's the point, isn't it? I enjoyed I enjoyed oh. that, Connor. Um, Mark. What is your final fact? There's a tiny detail in the Starbucks logo you've probably never noticed, but makes a huge difference. So the Starbucks logo is, of course, the mermaid, the siren. And originally, when they made the logo, they made her face absolutely perfectly symmetrical. They showed it to a bunch of people and they all just got creeped out it didn't look natural it didn't look normal so they had to add in a little imperfection underneath one of her eyes just to make her look more human more normal and so much more appealing so you'll never have noticed it but that is the one tiny detail that stops starbucks being a creepy place to buy coffee from. if they hadn't have done that though would anyone have cared like they they physically they showed them they said hey this is our logo look at this logo Whereas, so people are obviously going to look up little imperfections and things that maybe creep them out. Whereas I've literally never looked at the Starbucks mermaid in my life for more than 0.3 of a second when I'm getting a coffee. But but this is the point. You don't don't notice it. Like the little imperfection you don't notice because it makes it look more normal. When it was perfectly symmetrical and like the eyes were the same and everything in the nose. Oh my That made it look creepier. Where is it? Yeah, you're so... So basically... So if you just t- if you, if you basically there's been there's been four different Starbucks logos. There was one in 1971 which looks really weird. Um, then there was one in 1987. That's the one Mark's talking about. And the eyes are basically like flat. There's no imperfections at the bottom that kind of lower the eye, and it looks you know double freaky to be honest with you. It does not look good. But even the modern one, I've got to be honest, even the modern one when you give it some time to look at it, it doesn't look particularly pleasant doesn't it but, but I, th- I think that's the thing that dan's saying is that you don't necessarily study the logo you don't go into starbucks and go well i'm just going to stare at the logo for 10 minutes but no it's that little thing that just makes it look less creepy you'll never have noticed it but it makes a huge difference i wonder what the purpose is behind the star i mean now you've brought it to my attention it's actually a bit of a random logo isn't it so i did do some research on this because i thought you might ask this so there are two big connections between starbucks and the seafaring world so the mermaid the siren comes from uh, nautical stories of the past um and uh the reason for that is that the hometown of starbucks is seattle which is a port city so there's a very strong connection to the water there and secondly, coffee often travels long distances across the water 
and it is at the ports that it be- arrives in big container ships. So they wanted a water-based. When you did your research, when you did your research, did you happen to find out if it's pronounced Oprah or Orpa? Oh, here we go. Still, um, he's so salty about it, isn't he? So yeah, he's salty. so he's so bothered. The original 1971 Starbucks logo is kind of crazy. Have you seen that? Starbucks Coffee Tea Spices. That might have been the original name. Um, and the logo is, yeah, I mean, it, it's got some... It's got the BAPS it, out. You can see it. BAPS in it. And on that, it's time for the final fact of the show. It's all about a discussion over whether animals own pictures of themselves. You might have seen this. It's, no, move on. Right, what have it's you quite a famous. Week? It's quite a famous picture. You might you might have seen this. The macaque selfie. Have you ever seen this? The, the, the macaque what? selfie. So in twenty, God, there's lots there's lots of googling on this episode. Isn't in twenty eleven, it's a really famous picture. You, I reckon you'll have seen it. In twenty eleven, Naruto was a macaque living in Indonesia, and he found a camera nearby. He took a selfie of himself. Obviously, that's a selfie of himself, uh, uh, and. The photographer then took the picture and released it. Peter, the animal rights charity, sued him that he didn't own the picture that the macaque who took the selfie did and it went to court. And it pretty much almost bankrupted this photographer, David Slater, because he spent so much money trying to prove that, no, I own this picture. It's on my camera. How can an animal at all own a picture of himself that they probably aren't aware that they took? It is the most incredible selfie in the world, by the way. It is. Yeah, I'm looking I've, at I've it just now. seen it, it and, and I have seen it before. It's very, very good. It almost doesn't look real, doesn't it? Like, it almost doesn't look like that. It's actually, yeah, I love the fact that the, that the macaque is smiling. Is a macaque... What... what Type of animal is a is that in the gorilla chain monkey sort of things? It's a very human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, right? I don't know, a very small bit of DNA away from us. I think it's like one in a thousand or something like that. Uh, and yeah, David Slater, he the photographer, was angry because this picture was being passed around on the internet uncredited to him. So he said he lost a lot of money. Peter took him to court. He spent a lot of money on legal fees. And in the end, uh, the US court decided that the monkey could not claim copyright. So it was David Slater's, but uh, he had to agree to give 25% of future earnings to animal protection charities in Indonesia. It's a bit of a rub in it. Do you think the macaque actually clicked you know, the the take photo button, or do you think he's taken the photo? Well, I mean, if, if you look at that picture, you have to say that he knows exactly what he's doing. He is smiling. And he probably and he sees a lot of people taking selfies, doesn't he? I mean, this was 2011, so selfie culture really wasn't around. It was it was way before Ellen's photo. Yeah, but I reckon he's probably he's seen people taking photos, and he's just done that. Right, that is it for this week's Baffled. What have we learned this week? Well, McDonald's have the cutest beehive going, uh, and Mark will accurately describe to you its purpose, if you'd like. Uh, also, apparently Roman chariots has got something to do with... I don't know. I can't really remember much about that. Uh, and also, the greatest fact in history: pilots and co-pilots cannot eat the same food as each other. Thank you very, thank no you very much for listening. No Keep your eye on our Insta no. uh, at Baffled Pod. You can see how you can vote in the very first Baffled Awards. They're coming for you very soon. Info at BaffledPod.com as well. If you want to get in touch and maybe back me up, I would love that love. And we'll see you on Friday for another Connor Explains. Who's going to die this week? Find out on Friday. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you later. Bye.